0: Hi everybody, I'm Patrick McEnroe and this is Holding Court. Hello. Okay, a little Saturday edition here of Holding Court and of course uh, the topic getting the most attention in the last 24 to 48 hours is uh, the positive drug test that we just heard about from Simona Halep. She's of course won two majors in her career, uh, top player this year, coming back from injuries uh, that affected her. In 2021, uh, she has denied knowingly taking this substance. Uh, let me get you the details of exactly what that substance was, uh, a, a drug that's normally used apparently to treat anemia uh, in many patients, Roxudustat. roxidustat. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, R-O-X-A-D-U-S-T-A-T. Uh, and uh, having done a little investigating on this particular drug, um, it's used uh, to treat anemia of, for anemia of chronic kidney disease. Now, the FDA in the United States has not approved it as of yet. This is fairly recent. Um, it has been approved for use, uh, according to the uh, research that I have done in China and also in Japan, uh, that was approved in sounds like in 2020 uh, for a drug company using it uh, in Tokyo. Uh, now, apparently, what this drug does, in addition to helping patients with severe uh, kidney issues related to anemia, is but as for as a performance enhancer, it can help you recover and help uh, athletes get a little more oxygen into. Uh, I guess, the heart, uh, to recover from uh, injuries. So again, I'm not that well-versed in exactly what it does. As I said, I've done a little bit of research on it, uh, and it sounds like uh, it's something that's used mostly to treat patients with uh, pretty serious anemia. I guess also in Chile and South Korea, uh, it's been approved. Uh, AstraZeneca is one of the companies that is trying to get FDA approval of it in the United States, and that has not happened as of yet. So uh, again, this is for uh, kidney issues, non-dialysis treatments for um, people that have anemia and kidney issues. So there you go on that. Uh, again, the issue coming up for Simona Hallop is that it's on the list of performance-enhancing type drugs. Um, and Simona is saying, or at least said in her uh, Instagram, I believe it was on Instagram, her post, I'm going to try to bring it up here so I can read it verbatim to you because I think it's important to hear exactly what she said. Uh, let's see. Simona Halla, professional tennis player. And here is her comments here. Today begins the hardest match of my life, a fight for the truth. Some of this is in uh, darkened colors, which is including a fight for the truth. I have been notified that I have been tested positive for a substance called Roxudistat in an extremely low quantity, which came as the biggest shock of my life. Throughout my whole career, the idea of cheating never even crossed my mind once, as it is totally against all the values I have been educated with. That was also in italics or in a highlighted color. Uh, Then she says, facing such an unfair situation, I feel completely confused and betrayed. I will fight until the end to prove that I never knowingly took any prohibited prohibited substance. And I have faith that sooner or later, the truth will come out. It's not about the titles or the money, it's about honor and the love story I have developed with the game of tennis over the last 25 years Simona and then with a little heart emoji now <clears throat> I know I don't know Simona Halep that well other than seeing her uh, around the tournaments knowing of course my colleague Darren Cahill coached her for so many years I have not spoken yet to Darren uh, as this news has come out I think he's back in Australia maybe he's now on the road with Sinner, who he's coaching now. Of course, pa- Patrick Mortagalu has taken over had taken over the reins of coaching Halep earlier this year. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter asking me about his involvement, potential involvement um, in this case. Of course, we don't know. We have no idea. Uh, this is going to have to play out. Simona, uh, as many of you may know who follow tennis, decided to have a surgery on her nose. Part of it was to help with some breathing issues that she's had uh, plaguing her, I guess, throughout most of her career. And then she also said in a post, this was before this drug uh, test came back positive and before she knew about it, uh, that she did a little cosmetic surgery on her nose as well because that was something she said she'd always wanted to do. She never liked her nose. Again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what she said i uh, not trying to say anything out of school for Simona. Simona, again, as far as I know, her has been a tremendously polite, nice person. But again, whether that has any, that is neither here nor there when it comes to whether or not she actually took the drug or not. She's now, again, she's not saying she didn't take the drug. Uh, at least in her comments, she's saying that she never knowingly took any prohibited substance. So let's get again, do the timeline. She, she was tested at the U.S. Open as many, if not all, the players. Are. I don't have the exact numbers of how, how many players are tested. I think every player, but sometimes they just pick you know, randomly. But I think it's all the players. Uh, so she was notified, I believe, on October 7th that uh, the test came up positive. So as they do in most of these situations, they have two samples of uh, the uh, the urine sample from the player from the athlete. This is at all across all sports, and so they test the first sample and then the second one. Once the the athlete is notified, they then ask apparently ask the athlete if they want the second um, specimen to be uh, tested as well. And it sounds like in this case, Simona said yes. Then that also came back positive. For the same drug, so then you get the two basic, basically confirmation that this happened. So there doesn't seem to be, at least from the initial argument from Simona's side, that she's debating the fact that this was in her system. Now what she's saying is that I never knowingly took any substance. Uh, so then I guess why many people are asking about her coach, uh, why you know it could be someone on her team you know, obviously you jump to the possible uh, conclusion here. And again, we're just speculating. This is going to have to play out. Simone is going to have to go before a panel or a judge to to fight this, which she says, <clears throat> excuse me, she's going to do, that somebody gave it to her. You know, somebody gave this to her uh, as part of, you know, maybe they give um, <clears throat> these trainers or whomever, coaches, again, it's pure speculation. I want to be clear on this right now. Uh, that someone could have given her, you know, vitamins, recovery stuff. That's legal, and and possibly could have given her something that was also illegal. So uh, obviously, the athlete has to be well aware of that. Uh, and you know, if that happened, let's just say for sake of argument that that happened. Then it's still a positive test. Now, whether it, it gets proven somehow that they gave somebody gave it to her and she didn't know about it, maybe that could make the whatever ban she gets uh, not quite as serious. Uh, these things have been known to to change um, as it gets invested in. Meaning that could, what could change is a punishment. So, very very. Uh, open for debate, you know what could have happened here. Uh, but again, you can't really speculate uh, on how she got it or what happened there. Uh, so I don't think we should say that uh, Simona, in this case, uh, is victim. I think again, you have to be as an athlete responsible. She's a grown woman. She's a very successful tennis player throughout her career. And by the way, You've got to continue with FitBiomics with Nella. I've been taking it. It is absolutely amazing, okay? And I want you to go to the website, FitBiomics.com, and I want you to put in the code for Nella, PMAC25, P-M-A-C-25, and get your discount because I know there was a time this summer when it wasn't in stock, but it's back. That's because everybody loves it. So keep it going. I've been taking it for the last few months, feeling amazing. Still got to work on my sugar intake. Cut that down. I'm going to get there. But Nella, the product, is next level. So again, use the code PMAC25 and you will be locked in. By the way, as I'm talking, I'm watching Team and Corda in Antwerp. Heck of a match. Went to first set, went to Team in a breaker. Corda wins his second, six three, and he's now got a couple match points here. In the third, just missed a forehand, six four. Now to Corda in the final set tiebreaker. Um, but again, these uh, accusations, insinuations about who's responsible. The, the, the truth is, nobody knows. Nobody has any idea what happened here. Um, so it, we're going to have to let this play out. Uh, and the, you know, the larger question is funny, not funny. It's interesting that I was doing a couple of these Twitter, uh, podcasts where you've been all been nice enough to chime in some topics and questions and, uh, doping came up a couple of times, you know, late earlier this week when I did a few and I basically said, look, players are tested a lot. There have been instances of, of players testing positive. Uh, no, like you know, some known players, but no big time players. At least that comes to quick memories. Corda just wins it uh, seven four. Team missed a fairly routine volley there on match point, but an excellent match between those two. Nice to see team coming back and playing some solid ball, beat Herkach also in a, in a long match in Antwerp, and Corda playing really, really well uh, recently. So he's into the final here. Uh, he was in the final last week, so this is a solid stretch for him, starting to make his move. So where was I? always oh, but the, the doping issue. So, you know, this is by far the biggest name uh, to come out in professional tennis, and I guess the only thing I can say about you know, people who keep questioning, you know, sending in these questions about other big name players, you know, you know, the, the, the suspects usually are—they're usually the top players. Uh, people assume, not assume, or you know, question whether or not they're uh, taking something to in, in, in improve their performance. As I said, this, you know, to me, it's fairly straightforward. I mean, there's this pretty stringent testing program. And you know the people that have said, well, they're going to cover it up if a real big name player this happens more, at least on my Twitter feed, more on the men's side than on the women's side. They're going to cover it up. I mean, I think this is at least an example of, you know, she tested positive. She's a big name player. She's a Wimbledon champion. She's a French Open champion. Australian Open finalist. Uh, so to me, that would say it's work. It's working. Now, are there other? Are there other athletes doing this and not getting caught? Again, I, I, I mean, I have no way of knowing. I guess it's certainly possible that that could happen. This is, uh, uh, you know, how much this drug could have helped her. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but you know, you, you, you the antennas go up a little bit when you know she was coming back from a, you know, injury. Her health was an issue at the end of 21. Again, I'm speculating. Uh, but we don't know. So this is going to play out. I have not heard definitively what the punishment will be. Uh, it did come out that she will not be able to play, um, until this gets solved. So that could be, uh, you know, just fairly long right there, at least a couple of months. Uh, I'm going to go back to the original, uh, The original announcement from the ITF. So this happened October 21st. The International Tennis Integrity Agency has confirmed that Simona Halep, a 31-year-old Romanian tennis player, has been provisionally suspended. Provisionally suspended under Article 7.12.1 of the 2022 Tennis Anti-Doping Program. The ITIA, that's the International Tennis Integrity Agency sent the player a pre-charged notice of an anti-doping rule violation on 7 October 2022, as I just mentioned, under Article 2.1 of the program, presence of a prohibited substance in a player's sample, and or Article 2.2, use of a prohibited substance without a valid TUE, which I believe uh, a player, if they're taking a certain substance, I'm trying to think what TUE stands for, that they get some permission to use a certain drug for some other health issue that could be a prohibited substance, but it sounds like in the case of Simona, that it was a, just a presence of a prohibited substance, So that you know, in other words, she didn't um, put forth uh, a reason to be taking this particular drug or any drug for another health issue unrelated to uh, her performance as a professional athlete. Uh, some, uh, Halep who has a WTA ranking of nine provided a sample whilst competing at the U S open in August, 2022, the sample was split into a and B samples. And the subsequent analysis found that the a sample contained FG four, five, nine, two, which is roxogistat, which is a prohibited substance listed in the 2022 world anti-doping. So, uh, you know, there it is. It's again, it's, uh, Gonna have to play out in you know the process now, uh, and there's really nothing more to say about it. I mean that's just a it's just a serious bummer. I mean it's a bummer for tennis for her. Um, somebody wants a Labor Cup breakdown, Adam G, so badly. Simona Halep and her. I'll get to the Labor Cup. Because that's going to be like a whole podcast in and of itself. So thank you, Adam G. That There's a lot of stuff in there. So I know you need that and it, uh, what an event it was. And so nice for Team World to finally get a win. Simona Halep and her comment of being betrayed. Yeah, that's interesting that she said that because uh, it would lead you to believe, again, I'm speculating here. I'm going to keep saying that so does your, it, we're clear about it, that... Um, she thinks that somebody gave it to her um, because uh, that she used that word, betrayed. Now, English isn't her first language, of course, but you one would think that she went through this pretty methodically before she released her statement. Uh, she could face a two-year ban, I'm seeing in one of the news reports right here as I'm going through it. Uh, I guess if it comes up that this actually happened the way it did, uh, she could be banned for two years which uh, needless to say is a long time. Roxagestat, just just by the way, is an anti-anemic medicine that stimulates the production of red blood cells in the body. So just to be clear, that's, uh, again, doing a little bit more of my homework on this. So she's now facing up to two years of a tennis ban and will not be eligible to compete or attend any scheduled tennis events organized by the sports governing bodies. Uh, Trying to read through this here to see if they come up with uh, when this sort of hearing or how this will play out, but I don't see it at the moment. Uh, what else came up on my Twitter? What's the next great rivalry in women's tennis? What do the WTA players can manage? Just What two, What this is from second surveys. What, a, what a, a WTA players can manage to stay at the top with consistency? That's yeah, been a problem. For women's tennis, just in general, I mean, Svitanek certainly looks like she's going to stay right around there. Uh, at the she's she's solidly at the top. But I mean, even if she falls off, it'd be hard to imagine her falling off the way some other uh, major champion, Osaka, of course. We you know sort of hope she can get back um, into uh, the top of women's tennis, but that hasn't happened. Someone loved the Mac- McEnroe documentary on Showtime. Why don't people discuss his beautiful tennis? I'm spellbound by the videos. Jess is not okay. sends me that. That's my brother's documentary on Showtime, which is excellent. Um, Procrastinoper, Halep, tour finals, Novak Aussie. So tour finals, obviously, for the women coming up, fairly soon. Maria Sakari got the final spot last night. That was a thriller over Matover. They were playing for the final spot. So that was nice to see a match like that uh, decide who's going to take that final spot. Coco Goff will be in there. Uh, so that should be uh, a fun event in Texas coming up shortly. Uh, Sviantek certainly the favorite there tour finals for the men Shaping up nicely with Novak uh, securing his place. Uh, the, I think the big question in that one is will Will Rafa play? Uh, will he show up? Alcaraz, you know, not showing that indoors at the moment. At least is his best surface. Certainly, if Djokovic gets in it, um, there's no doubt that he's a favorite because he loves that that kind of court, that indoor hard court and he seems like to be playing with a lot to prove. Novak slash Aussie, as I've said before, I do believe that he will be back at the Australian Open. The question is whether we at ESPN will be back there. We will be covering it yet again, uh, but we haven't heard definitively yet from our bosses at ESPN whether we will be there in person. Of course, we are hoping that we will be back there to cover it. Uh, but of course, we'll have it for you whether we're in Bristol, Connecticut, uh, wherever we may be um, to cover the event. It'll be nice to certainly be back there. Uh, <clears throat> more questions about Halep. Uh That's, again, uh, more questions about <clears throat> the coach, Patrick Mortagalu, and his <clears throat> potential involvement. Uh, so that is going to continue. He's actually coaching Holger Roon now, who just had a big win today in uh, Stockholm, did Rune. So he's into the final there. Um, let me see the results there. He beat, uh, he beat Menor, De Menor, a guy who played for Team World, who had a big win over Andy Murray there, four six seven six seven five for Rune uh, <clears throat> after beating, the was a Tiafo. No, Russo beat Tiafo one and two. Uh, Rune had a long another long three set win over Nori. So he's beating some tough guys. You got Sitzipas, who's now uh, playing in the other semifinal against Russo and Sitsipas has an early break there in that one. The other match in Antwerp will be Felix Auger Eliasim against Richard Gasquet. And the big tournament, uh, the Guadalajara open, that women's event that I mentioned, Buscova. Had a win over Kalinskaya, 5-2 retired. That was a Sakari win over Kudamurtova. Pagula over Stevens, 2-2. That was routine. And then, as I said, Coco Goff going down to Azarenka. That was another long one, just under three hours. 6-3 in the third set there. So wrapping this up, back to my Twitter feed here again, which has been a lot of fun doing this and being able to connect to you. Uh, and I'm going to continue to do this, obviously. Next week, we'll start tackling some other issues in the sports world as well, including an interesting one I think you will like uh, <clears throat> with an old friend of mine who's a lawyer, and he's involved in um, the collegiate athletics here in the United States Uh, So we're going to discuss some of the new rules going on in college sports and how they could potentially affect all sports, but particularly college tennis. So look for that one coming uh, this following week here on Holding Court. Hope you enjoyed this Saturday edition, and thank you to all of you for continuing to chime in on my Twitter feed with some great ideas and topics as well. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.